Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This idea that, oh, well, they got to do it and Chelsea got to do it. And now you're just safeguarding the top teams. It's like you've got to just understand that something that was one way and, and the way something is now can be two different things if it is in the idea of getting to a you know a place of progress and the same goes for man united who are struggling with ffp to the, to this point now and i know they've got a, a lot of revenue streams and i get it chelsea as well who've spent all the money badly so the the answer when we're talking about sustainability oh dear i feel like i'm gonna upset a lot of people this week i'm not not intentionally but there's a lot of sensitive sallies out there isn't there certainly (laughs) certainly in the football sphere but before we get on to all of that i've got a question for you jim yes flavla what is it just something that's broke over the last couple of days that's piqued my attention moreover than the story is actually that the people's reaction has piqued my uh, interest and um and that's one of a young or an old sort of on the scrap heap jordan henderson oh yeah he's in the news right. again, is he he's in the news he's not worked out for him in saudi arabia as yet oh shock horror it's not worked out all the money wasn't worth it in the end right but but my but but but, but I've, I've been reading articles and people are going what have you done jordan what have you done your legacy what have you done and i'm like what what has he done what has he? He's gone over to Saudi Arabia. Is the end of his his career as a sort of elite central midfielder? Perhaps one season too early, but the opportunity was there in Saudi Arabia. Now, are you telling me, Jim? Are you telling me that if there's not an opportunity at the end of your career to earn an enormous amount of money as a footballer, not a politician, right? He doesn't owe anybody anything. As a polit- as a footballer, a young man of 32, and 32 is young to make these sort of life-changing decisions. Are you telling me that, James, you wouldn't do it if some Middle Eastern corporation comes along and goes, we like that Jamie- Jimmy Orcott. We like him. We like the cut of his jib. Yeah. Let's pay him five times what he's getting paid now to sit in front of a camera in YouTube and go over there. But no one is. Everybody's doing that. So are you telling, so essentially you're saying to me, Jordan Henderson is the Richard Keys of of football. <laughs> and he's had a good career. <laughs> and he's had, hey, he's had a good, <laughs> Fabinho career. and J- Jordan Henderson, that's so, Fabinho is the Andy Gray and Richard Keys on football. In a yeah. way. Well, will he, does he have to give any of the money back? He has pocketed well, he has, some he, sweet, he, sweet money there. No, he hasn't. The interesting, he hasn't pocketed a single penny yet. He's he's deferred his income for tax purposes. Now we 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 have a. Uh, it, it's, so he doesn't pay uh, his tax either. Oh, well, well, hang on, hang on, continue. hang on. Well, we don't know, do we? It's, it's been deferred for tax reasons, and generally that information doesn't. It's not like it's not like Jordan Henderson's gone in and gone right. I need to figure out the tax implications of where I'm. Lit. He's he's got an excellent accountant who's telling him this is how you should. This is how you should really, do it. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah. So he hasn't yeah. actually... Yeah. You, you, seem, you seem shattered, Jordan, coming into training. <laughs> yeah, working the midnight or doing the books. I wish I could... <laughs> trying to figure out the sort of... Obviously, I'm trying to figure out the sort of tax deviations. Whole squad's going, yeah, me too. <laughs> 
They're yeah, well, interestingly, that, this this is it. This is this is so 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 people that have been living under a rock. He's not. He's no. He's no longer uh, a part of the club that he 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 joined in Saudi Arabia, and he's now at doing a medical. I think in I in Amsterdam, and he's going to sign for Ajax, which. It's actually a great move, for a like much more sensible move. That if you moved from Liverpool to Ajax before this whole Saudi issue uh, arose, hmm. then everyone would be going. That would be that would be interesting. A lot of um, yeah. a lot of sort of moral conversations to be had. Uh, one question in today's pod: We've got a lot of FFP stuff and a lot of um, you know points deductions, possibilities. Loads of clubs in the news for that. So we're, we're going to try and touch on that. Um, but I would like to know, so if you are not a patron, become one. It's wicked. Uh, you get um, first dibs on tickets for live events. We've done a couple. We're definitely going to be doing more this year. And uh, we do a mailbag each week where we get to answer all sorts of bloody questions, which is great. Um, but uh, one question for the patrons. When it comes to Henderson, and I think we'll do this throughout the pod actually today. Where do you, where do you sit on these issues? So was Henderson right or wrong to take to go to Al Atifak and take the cash, and now was he has he actually played a blinder getting out of it again, or do you feel differently about it? Let me know in in the comments. What right. I do find interesting about the Ajax move, bit of a gear change, isn't it? Lifestyle wise, <laughs> you know, to go from I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go over there, and I've got to do what? Well, if that's your culture, I'm gonna have to behave accordingly. Well, I'm not gonna condone this, that, whatever. Because I just want to spread the word, and now he's going to Ajax, and he's, he could he's, be getting well, up is... to all sorts. Do you think he's? Actually, do you think he's just like could, any chance of a move to Ajax? I'm gasping <laughs> for a joint for a bit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, look, there's a couple of things here. The criticism we're, we're ignoring the criticism. So Ollie makes a good point here. Is it's not about him doing it; it's about how he went about in the interview justifying it, despite being uh, a supporting the LGBTQ plus writes and back in it and then six months later he, he backs out right okay no you're, you're, you're correct Ollie, and I, I can understand that frustration because he did do that I am standing shoulder to shoulder with this issue right and then like like you say six months down the line he's then signing a 600,000 700,000 pound a week deal to spit in the face of that but my issue was back then and I stand by it is this is why you don't hold footballers up and put them on a pedestal because they're blokes that kick a football they're not politicians they shouldn't be used as pawns to, to push a political ideal. They should be allowed to play football and celebrated for their ability on the football pitch. And they, they shouldn't, unless they willfully enter this conversation, they shouldn't be used as a pawn in this instance because they will let you down. What damage has he done to this cause compared to the value he added before he made the move? He's a, he's a man and a normal human being who is offered a life-changing amount of money and went for it, as most people would if we're being super honest, right? So asking him to not do that was, wasn't realistic or reasonable. But I can understand the frustrations. But the fact that six months later he's gone, after saying I want to change the perception of Saudi, Saudi football and all that shit he come out with, and, <laughs> yeah. then, and then went, and then went <laughs> actually, I want to go and play for Ajax, which was a, a better move altogether. I can understand it. But he's just a bloke who's made a mistake, who's, try, who's, who's now rectifying it. It's his life. Let him like, do what he wants. Do you know what he's done? Who is that guy? Is it Dapper Laughs? Do you remember Dapper yeah. Laughs? Yeah, of course. Yeah. So I always thought that was really interesting. And and as like as time has progressed, so Dapper Laughs was a English comedian who was big on I want to say Vine, and then maybe everyone knows who he is. He's, no, he's, no, he's no, American know. like Americans might not know. Right, right. People, people got a worldwide yeah, yeah. audience here these days. But <laughs> is that true? Have you checked the analytics? Well, no, I just, I, I've been, there's a lot of uh, chat on YouTube these days about barriers to entry. So I don't want to lose anyone. So anyway, the important thing is this comedian was sort of up and coming guy. And he, he was a bit risque with some of the stuff, but it was just a lad, he was just a geezer, just having some fun. And um, anyway, made a bad joke, uh, inappropriate joke, which comedians make all the time. But much like Jordan Henderson, I, I think it was something about, yeah, I know what it was about, but it was like, it wasn't, um, yeah, it was a bad joke, right? He got it wrong. Um, but the thing that makes it, this worth saying, so stick with me, is that it's similar to Jordan Henderson, it was one where he then, there was this big thing, and then he went on Newsnight and was interviewed wearing a horrific camel-coloured turtleneck, 
by <laughs> the same woman, and her name escapes me, but she's absolutely probably one of the best TV or just general broadcast journalists in the country over the last 20 years, blonde woman who did the Prince Andrew interview. And she, and she destroyed him because he was sort of trying to apologize, but kind of in in his own way to sort of find a sort of moral footing. Whereas Frankie Boy will say stuff that is way too far or people say stuff that's way too far. But because they go, well, it's comedy. It's a joke. They don't apologize for it. And therefore, they're kind of safe. And I remember yeah. thinking that, that like actually people, the people that, well, this is who I am and this is how I talk. They're actually a little bit more bulletproof despite having the odd moment. Absolutely. Like this, as Absolutely. opposed to people that are, you know, you don't expect it from. Philip Schofield yeah. having, you know, A, being gay, two, having but, a relationship with someone who's, who's young but legal. Um, anyway. Right. With Henderson, <laughs> I'm getting there. With Henderson, the thing that he is screwed up on is, for me, is not the interview before. It's not going... I know what I'm doing here. I understand there are consequences to this. And doing the interview afterwards, it's the, it's the athletic interview. If he goes, like you say, if he goes, I can't turn yes. down this money. This is too much money. You would almost yes. go, you would go, I, you'd go, do you know what, Jordan? I kind of get it. I kind of get it, mate. Like, does anyone turn down that kind of money? No. Right. But it's the interview with the athletic where you're kind of going, oh, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm trying to spread the word. <laughs> it's just like it's bollocks. And it, yeah, everyone's yeah. seen right through it. And that's what that's the issue. Hundred percent right, James. That's your you're, you're spot on. You're spot on. If he would have just come out and went, are you mad? Look how much money they're giving me. My children's children are going to be secure for their entire life. They can do whatever they want. They don't have to go and work and do a nine to five. A nine to five, which which breaks most people to some degree, then it, it certainly it breaks an element of happiness in their life. They can do whatever they want and live the most comfortable and relaxing or exciting life they can live. That's why I'm doing this for them. Mm. Everyone would have understood. Everyone would have gone like, and I'm really, really sorry that this makes me a hypocrite. It does make me a hypocrite, but I can't forgo this opportunity for my my the the, the, the my my children and their children. I just cannot. I cannot do and that. that. Do you know, that's Everyone. weirdly that that weirdly the the golf element of it with live golf that there was almost a bit more honesty about it where the golfers just went like and I'm, again it's not right but it's, you do. know currency is a thing like yeah do you think and, and like, do you think there's been a moment where Henderson's gone he gets home and he's just like I've made such a grave mistake yeah. And then his missus like comes in from the shop and goes, we got a vow. This is great. Hey, can I show you something? It's our bank details. Look how much money we've got. Like, like obviously See, this is, a, life this is the thing. Like, ben... I'm, I'm not trying to like, we're, neither of us are trying to sort of bat down any of these issues, but we ha you have to be realistic with it as well. Right. So it's yeah. him trying to, yeah. and people are talking about um, Ricky Gervais in the comments. And I think what's that's an interesting one, right? Because I went to saw Ricky Gervais recently and he, he was saying, he's always said, I, I, my, uh, my jokes will kind of be on what could be considered the line. And for some, he crosses a line, myself included a couple of times during it. But what he does is he ensures that his joke is bulletproof. And he kind of talks about it in his comedy a lot of the time that you can't, the way that he works with sort of who is the butt of the joke, the joke is bulletproof, right? And again, come back to Henderson. Henderson in that interview was incapable of putting something forward and being bulletproof with it. And that's why he's got the critique that he's got. But in four years time, he will probably feel that he's made the, absolutely the right decision. If you... So, so like Ben makes a point here. It's about integrity. He's lost his integrity. His integrity is like that's up to him and about how he deals with that and how he, yeah. you know, how how that. Would impacts you agree him with that though? It has taken a hit. Emotionally. It's obviously taken a hit. Yeah, but if it was me, I'd be like, who gives a shit what you think about me? That's how I would think. Mm. That the, the, it's like, all right, my integrity is only valued in how you see me. As soon as you start thinking about something else, suddenly my integrity is not important. So how do I how do I deal with what you've just told to me? If I'm handsome, I'm like, well, I don't let that affect me because the minute you start thinking about Ricky Gervais or you start thinking about 
watching The Wire or God or, or going to watch The Godfather or whatever it is that you do. And when you stop thinking about me, my integrity is suddenly not relevant in your life. After you've written that tweet, after you've after you've emailed someone, after you've had that conversation, you go on to something else. It moves on. He's he's done what he thinks is the right thing, and fuck what everyone else thinks. That's what that's my position. Yeah. What I think anyway. I just, I, I just look at it. It'll be great, Ajax. I don't think he'll do as well as people think he will, uh, if I'm honest. I don't, do you know what, do you know what it screams what? of? It screams of Jisung Park at QPR. Like, he'd done a, done a <laughs> it's great... It's not the same. It's, it's not the same. Well, it is kind of the same because he he's not going to win you a game on, on his own. And Jisung Park's never going to do that either. He's part of a machine, right? But when you come and go to a team, we go, okay, you be the star then. Sort this out for us. Incapable. I don't think that he's buying. They're buying him to be the star. I just think he's like yeah, they was, are have been a, a mess. Well, they they have they were a complete mess at the start of the they season, now, and they kind of rebounded. They're still they're still not where they want to be. But mm. I think it feels like you know it's the prestige of playing for Ajax. It's not the usual profile of of player, but they're getting him for a free. I think the, the, he does something for, for for his football. Like if he plays well for Ajax, he does get in the England team. Whereas if he's out there, I know Southgate probably would pick him, but shouldn't pick him. Um, round yeah. two, ready for round two? Everton and Forest points deduction. Put a lot of energy into that first bit. Yeah, a lot of energy into that. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, should we go with the Guardian? Oh, you woke lefties. Yeah. Um. Will you support us? <laughs> no. Right. Um, <laughs> and Nottingham Forest and Everton could face point deduction after Premier League charges. Clubs charged with breach of profit and sustainability rules. Everton already docked 10 points. This is the second charge. Clubs, uh, And so I, I guess everyone knows the general gist of this. For Everton, it's one where, yes, they've had the 10 points deduction. And, and I know we've got a few Everton boys in the chat. So intrigued to know your thoughts on this, but uh, there is it's over a three year period, as we know, when it comes to profit and sustainability, and so that then shifts a longer year. And Everton, they've done uh, it again, haven't they? Um, so we'll, but what I mean, my gun is again, they spent too much <sighs> again. Uh, so Everton were deducted 10 points in November for a 19.5 overspend in 21 22. And are awaiting the outcome of their appeal. This second charge relates to their accounts for 22-23, which of course is three years prior to that as well. Nottingham Forest, when it comes to them, it's a thing that you have the EFL rules, which is about 13 mil a year you can lose. And then in the Prem, I think it's about 30 odd mil, I think you can use uh, lose. Um, and obviously Forest, Forest are right on the precipice both in the two years going into the championship and then uh, basically couldn't lose more than 35 million in all their spending last year, which they should have known before starting this. They did know. Yeah. And so the spending they made is wild, isn't it? If you think about how much they went for and how little they brought in, I think they brought in like four mil on players. Well, they brought, they sold, this is, they, uh, the, the, there was a, the, the bone of contention for Forest fans is the Brennan Johnson deal. Yeah. Because if they would have sold to Fulham for £35 million, Brentford, they would have been fine. Yeah. Brentford, sorry, my bad. My bad. To Brentford, they would have been fine. Um, but they, he didn't want to go to Brentford. He wanted to go to a top six club in his words, or, or in Forest's version of his words. Mm. And, um, and they've gone... They've, they've basically sold him to Spurs for £47 million a couple of months later which is much better deal. That's more money, isn't it? It's more money. So that means it's and good the, and result. Forest, Forest fans, and the, they might argue, is that we've got a better deal. We've actually done better in terms of the financial, the, the, the deal, the business deal is much better. Mm. It doesn't matter. You know the rules. You know the cutoff point. Mm. If, you're, you, if your job is, if you're, if you're banking on Brendan Johnson agreeing to go to Brentford all in or, or you're fucked, that's on you. You've got months to plan for this. So, Surely they have to take responsibility and go, yeah, hands up, we did this. I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm sorry. Or they fight it. I think I'm okay. So I'm okay with a lot of what's gone on this week, if I'm honest. So I, I'm happy with the Premier League showing their teeth. And 
something that doesn't get kind of touched on much is again, I believe that with this desire for an independent review and Premier League not really wanting that to be the case, it feels quite similar to gambling companies who have gone, oh, well, let's let's over police ourselves so that you don't police us. Um, be that as a you know overall... self regulation, isn't it? Self regulation, yeah, and 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 that's okay as long as you're doing the right thing, and that's why, guys, you will see time and again with all gambling uh, adverts these days is actually they're telling you not to gamble which is you know interesting yeah itself, but whatever so the the premier league in terms of what they're doing right now I, I i'm okay with it because you're going these are the rules you've broken the rules we're showing our teeth i, I mean i like that i really really like that um yeah but it's, the it's appeal important. i think the, the it's the time frames that i think needs figuring out in a few different ways right and also, again, something I've said a few times is the way La Liga does it, where you get told what you can spend this summer, the other way around, instead of doing it this way around. Because this way around, if you have an appeal with Forrest and they go, well, if we'd sold him for 35 million here, we would have been fine. But we've actually sold him for 47 million a couple of months later. That's... um you know, can we not just move these around? And actually the club is in a better position by by doing that. I understand there's a line, there's a date. It yeah, doesn't work yeah, but, within but, that. No, but these are pre... But they're predefined rules. They knew the rules. You can't like, go, well, no, hang on a minute. We want to sell him two two years later. Everyone sub subscribes to the rules when they enter the Premier League. They don't go, well, can we have... Oh, you know, that money's no good. We're, not, we're actually not interested in that money that the Premier League gives us, the 100, 100 million pounds a season that we're getting by being in the Premier League. They're all not, that, that's fine. That's a part of the rules. You get this as a subscription to the Premier League. But my point is... But so you have to play by our rules once you're here. But here's the problem then. I understand. The, the market, when the market's still open, for there to be a deadline within that is is silly to me because... Because, you know, you utilize the transfer window in a certain way. And that can, you know, that's a gamble in itself. Because so if, that... you, if you push it on further along, then if so, you say you so move you... those dates to September or whatever it might the be. The end of the... Right. Yeah, th then if that had been moved along, then that, th again, this wouldn't have happened and everything would have been sweet, right? Why Why? Why is every other club okay with this deadline and not mentioned, not, not, not in Forest? I think, so here, this is another thing, right? Any kind of grumbles with FFP... Uh, like it, it and, and sort of moving the process along, making it better. I'm, I'm all for hearing that, but we are moving towards a, a better solution. I think it needs to get wiggled around again and again. Um, but you have to sort of have the rules, and yes, okay, you're going to get done for the rules. I think Everton, Everton's a little bit different. Uh, again, is it is it cruel because you you know if you so another thing I would do is I would I would go. You have your two years. And then we're telling you what you've got for this next year, right? So you because and just generally as a as a a breakdown, also getting from A to B and being from one place as a, a league and as a game and get to another place is going to mean that there's going to be casualties. There has to be an element of cruelty to to get the rules working, and there has to be an element of flexibility to change those rules. So when people start going, oh well, this rule won't be a rule then, or that rule wasn't a rule then, it's 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 rubbish when it comes to the overall desire to have progress. And I think with Everton, there is a cruelty there that you go, well, hang on, you were we've we've given you this deduction, and now because you can't wriggle out of um, something that you've already been punished for, you're going to get punished again. It's cruel. And the points deduction of 10 points, is that too much? That's up for debate as well. Fine. But as cool. you say, I, I... the rules are the rules and there has to be, you have to show teeth with it. Yeah, so, of course. It, they need to mean something. For years we've been banging on about how financial fair play doesn't have any teeth. That is something that has been, has been regurgitated to ad nauseum. It, you've heard it so much. The FAP doesn't matter. It doesn't have teeth. How many exactly. times have you heard that, James? Exactly. Now it has teeth. Now we're going, well, no, no, hang on. No, no, not have teeth, but just not for us. That's, that's what we're saying. And my issue is, what, look, while, while it is frustrating for, for, the, for the fans, 100%, because they're not in control of this, mm. the IRI should be aimed at the people making decisions that put you in this situation. If they don't know how to play by the rules of the Premier League, then they shouldn't be owning the football club. And um, it's a shame that the fans have to, have to be punished for it. Now, what I don't have any sympathy for fans 
Did you want to say something else, Jim, or, I or slightly move this? Go on then. Okay. Well, I just want to say, um, again, that comes back to the fact that these these sort of owners can't be trusted to a point. And what I would say is a solution with the Everton thing is they've already been punished for for sixty six percent of 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 that sort of rolling period, right? So I would suggest that the say it was ten points, which is a nice round number, right? This this second deduction, if it is you know correct and all that stuff should be 33% of what it would have been. Because you've already been, it's sort of double jeopardy. You've already been sort of done for 66% of it. For Forrest, I think there's a difficulty here and there's another conversation in the sense of sort of growing pains um, in the fact that, you, you know, you're in, the, you're in the EFL for these two years, you're, you're being sort of, you have to work within that, that market and then you sort of step up and you've obviously not got the equipment to be able to work at that level. And so you have to spend a lot of money. You're making life a lot harder for people to come up. So again, that maybe for a newly promoted side, when you, there is that golf, and is it a golf that you look to sort of bring down as time goes on? That, 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 you, that go, would only be... you can have 50 million because you've, you know, you've got it. Maybe, maybe that is a solution that maybe if you have got it, then you're allowed to, you're, there's an, an additional set of rules for teams that have been promoted to the Premier League. I wouldn't be opposed to that. And I think in maybe a more, a less black and white and binary way of dealing with these might be a, an appropriate way to move forward so that you have more of an opportunity to strengthen as, an, as a team who's coming into the league because there's such a disadvantage to you. Yeah. And then that would bridge that gap. I get that. And, 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 I, and I think that's, that's fair. But there are teams that have done it without having to speculate in, in significant ways. Yeah. And and why is that not a, a, a model that should be perpetuated as as good form, like think, Brentford? Yeah, like, I, I what, totally, what, what I totally agree. What Nottingham Forest that. did, yeah. James, what Nottingham Forest did was mental, bringing in thirty two players in one season. Yeah, that isn't a good example of of sustainability. Yeah, it should be it. punished, <laughs> not punished if they they stay by the rules. But this like Wolves or, or not Wolves, but if 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 Ipswich come up. They look in a modern forest and go, right, that was bad. That was a bad way to spend money and look at what's happened to them now. This is a great example of how to be sustainable. Yeah, yeah. And and I think there's a similar uh, talking point when it comes to Newcastle, which we which we can get to. But I think that the overall thing is needs to be we're trying to get over there. We're trying to get to this utopia of fairness. And so say things like... Uh, I don't know which one. It is. I think it's smoking, isn't it? They're sort of banning the age of smoking, but it's kind of happening very, very slowly. But the drawbridge is coming up, is it not? Is that right? In terms of like, you can only buy cigarettes at 18, 19, 20, 21, 21. And as yeah. time comes on, it'll come back. So I think there might be something with that as well. In terms of you've got the parachutes down, is there the sort of parachutes up? Because what you want to create, you want to keep, and I've said this a fucking million times. You need to squish things together a little bit. So that's why when it comes to Newcastle and people getting frustrated about, uh, well, Man City got to spend money and, and why can't we spend money? Well, again, zoom out. Understand that, okay, you can say like the amount of money is a certain amount of money that, oh, could we spend a little bit more? Where is the, the right um, position to do something like that? But it takes, one, things take time. Two, just because something was a, a certain way, people used to say racist things and horrible things. Women didn't have equality. Like what, people this, were misogynist. Are you talking about? Are you talking about Newcastle fans moaning that they can't spend like Man City did? Is that what it is? Yeah, this idea that like this idea that oh well they got to do it and Chelsea got to do it and now you're just safeguarding the top teams. It's like you've got to just understand that something that was one way and and the way something is now can be two different things if it is in the idea of getting to a you know a place of progress and the same goes for man united who are struggling with ffp to the, to this point now and they know they've got a, a lot of revenue streams and i get it chelsea as well who have spent all the money badly so the the answer when we're talking about sustainability is you have to be smart regularly for a long time and that's how you'll get success and that's how i would like the premier league to be because it was when you go to Man City, I get what they did and Chelsea, what they did initially to get to this size was wrong. We knew that was wrong. We can't. They are being was charged wrong, because of it. You have to change it, and someone will have to be affected by that. Like this, it's just this, obvious. So, so this takes me to this takes me to the the thing that's been really, really irritating me this week, and it's it's Newcastle fans 
saying that there's an agenda or some sort of um, corruption that they're trying to protect the top six. It's Everton fans saying, pointing towards Manchester City. And I haven't seen it much from Forest fans, but I don't have that many around me. But the but but fundamentally, it's like saying, what about Manchester City? And and so and Masters, the the guy who's head of the Premier League, was in. Uh, it was he was in what would you call it? Court. He was in. Some, he was having to answer yeah, questions yeah. Uh, from. Is it Department of Culture, Media, and something else? Right, answering questions about why Manchester City haven't been charged, whereas Everton have. And I don't know why. How many times this has to be said that that the Manchester City have been charged. It's just a date hasn't been set for them to answer for, for 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 those charges and and and, and to feel, figure out what kind of punishment it is, because Everton and, and, and Nottingham Forest are guilty of one charge. Manchester City are guilty of over a hundred. Now the the current thing that we're kind of hearing is with very well, different ma- characteristics. Just to add as well, I think that's- it, yeah, very different. But the current thing will give us a date. They haven't said a date. They need to be given as the lawyers need to be given as much time to build a perfect case against Manchester City. So while you're hankering after a date because your club's been charged, and then uh, it means nothing because the Premier League's lawyers might say, right, well, the date is March 23rd. Something might happen in that process where they need, need loads more time in order to deal with it. And so you're, you're, but, but, and then, and then if they didn't meet that date of March 23rd, all of the fans be going, well, they're they're inept, they're inept. When in reality is that if they give you a date now and don't meet it, the fallout of that would be significant. What they need to be doing is just left alone to build this case to charge Manchester City. Mm. And Everton's case is nothing to do with Manchester City's. It's all to do with your whatever's gone on at your football club. So just deal with it, accept it for what it is, or fight it. But don't point fingers at Manchester City because they're being dealt with. It, it, it's, there is no relation to the two cases. I don't understand why this, but what about them attitude? Yeah. It does, it's not helpful. Yeah. And Newcastle fans, Newcastle fans going, I need some we, Newcastle we basically... fans this, because I get there'll be some that kind of get the situation, right? Yeah, the Newcastle fans who are saying who are saying, well, why can't we just do what Manchester City's done? These FFP results rules exist so that you cannot. And they exist for the health of football. I also and that's th- it. I also think, like, you know, how you have spent money, Newcastle. Like, you spent, you've bought some players. Okay, you've not got Man City squad. You've not got Liverpool. You've not got the depth of all these other teams. You've only been bought for two years or whatever it is. What? Just wait. Breathe. They want, they want freedom. They want freedom to just spend all their oil money. That's what they. What some 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 of these fans want. But imagine the, a world. Yeah. Imagine a world that. They've been there two years, but they could if they if there was no rules, they could have spent a billion pounds in two years, Jim. Of course. So yeah, so but, the, but that's everything imagine we world, don't want. Every no that's of course we don't that. want. No it disrupts one wants that. integrity. That the integrity of the, of the of the Premier League is already it's already in a difficult place because you have this cabal of top clubs that, that are difficult to and it's, uh, to to usurp, and you also have championship clubs that are trying to get in and maintain very difficult if you if you're suddenly saying all the regulation is off there are i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites so if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow! Did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com/acast and use code acast for twenty percent off your first purchase. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. No rules against spending. And now you can do whatever you want, Newcastle. Look at what that does. Yeah. Look at what yeah. that does. Well, it's too late now. It's too late. Well, it's not too late. Yeah. There's some great oh, comments Sorry here. you're unhappy. Some people Go going, the best time to do something would have been 10 years ago. The second best time is today. Yes. That's it. That's, That's totally it. it. Uh, Jay Stevens said on the Athletic podcast, they said that the complication from Man City are they are denying any wrongdoing, whereas Everton and uh, Nottingham Forest have basically admitted that they have screwed up and they're, they're fighting with the, the punishment. And so that's okay with the like, with the elements of appeals. Um, yeah, I just like I I, I think there's a lot, and I, and Everton fans won't like this. Forest fans won't like this. Some Newcastle fans probably won't enjoy this. Um, whatever I think I'm actually I'm seeing an element of progress like I think there needs to be yeah me too I think there needs to be the ability to grow and I think that's why those numbers can change all the time depending on the market what I would really like to see is uh, a better um, a better mission statement saying where are where what is utopia where are we trying to get to like you want to you want money in the Premier League you want teams to be able to make money as well um but, you know, you have to, you, like I said, the, the inability of a, a Newcastle to just spend even more money is not, is not the place we want to get to. And they are just caught in this moment in time, moment of progress, in my opinion. So what, what this FFB enables or, or forces clubs to do is to grow organically, right? What Newcastle need to do is not focus on how much money they can spend on players, but build Newcastle as a brand build a training facility, build infrastructure around it, invest in the local community and be become something that, and, and I'm not saying they don't do this already, but if you look at what Manchester City have done outside of all of the alleged cheating is build a, a, a global brand that is going to serve them in the future. And that's what Newcastle needs to do is you have to increase revenue so you can spend more. But that, that is fundamental. I said fundamentally about, four. I've really got this thing about myself saying fundamentally now because people keep bringing it up. Uh, but, uh, that is that is that that is where we are. Where we are, where building revenue, which means your club is self-sustainable or sustainable based on yeah, and based on your income, is 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 the be all and end all and the light and and the goal of any any football club. And and so it should be because it means that clubs down the line there will be clubs for 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 your, for you for you to support. Your club will exist yeah, and yeah. won't speculate and won't fall down the leagues because of excessive spending. It's excessive speculating. That's that's the thing that's dangerous, and it's dangerous throughout the leagues. Like you see that when people kind of go, "Well, we're going." For... QPR are struggling with that right now. With ours, where we're like, we're, we will most likely go down because we, within our constraints, went for it. Um, yeah, but and, and and you've been dealing for years, Jim. Years. Well, this we've is the already been of... fine. Yeah, we've already fine. You get all things. That's the thing. It's like <sighs> this this idea of certain. This idea that you don't have to, you don't have to get on with it. You're not accountable. QPR are like QPR are the worst team to support, to support over the last ten years. Fact, and part of that is because we screwed up. We spent too much. So when when did that we've happen? We've had to deal with the, the when when did we stop spending or when did we get no no sorry part? when when did you, you know you speculated and you bought a lot and paid a lot in wages yeah to the point where your you, your financial structure fell apart. When yeah. when did that? When was that spending I think roughly? It was a year after the Aguero season, which I always forget. Is that 2012 or 2013 or something like that? So QPR that. right now are still feeling the effects of, of excessive spending at that time. And it's 10 years later, 11 years later. Yeah, and it's not 12 because we years could, later. And it's not because we have more, don't have more to spend. It's because we're not allowed to. Now, I, you can have gripes about that. And again, I think there are sweet spots in terms of allowing Newcastle to spend a lot and spend more than a Brentford because they've got more money than a Brentford. I get that. Mm. But what what also needs to be kept in mind is that it has to it you know it applies to everyone and it will take time to make it harder to go up but it will make it easier to come down as well because Man United for example with all the money that they've spent they still have a ton of money that they could spend on transfers to make it go away. And they can't. They can't buy anyone in January because they can't do it because nor, of FFP. Nor, and, nor, nor can I, 
North and Arsenal. Arsenal have eleven million Arsenal. reportedly. Eleven they, million pounds yeah. to spend in January. Now they'll get they'll get they'll get money they'll get money in um in the summer because of TV deals, and they also have a squad full of valuable players that they can sell if they want to refresh. But the the years of Arsenal speculating have are, are done right for the for the most part. They're going to have to be self sustainable at this point. They were That's able to spend because they were financially savvy before that speculation. So this was a plan of theirs: build a squad that's capable of winning the league and European success. Whether they've done that or not now is debatable. But they're they're an, they have an excellent bunch of players, an excellent young manager, and you feel that they're 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 they're, they're set up for the future. But the reality, because of financial fair play, is they're restricted now. That's important that you can't just speculate as a big club. That's a massive thing yeah. that the financial fair play in the Premier League has teeth because it means that clubs like Newcastle, Manchester United, Liverpool, Tottenham can't can't speculate beyond their means and become a, a mini league in itself, one that's much more significant than what we have now. And, and I think you look at the Premier League at the moment, James, right? And it's about as narrow in quality as it's it's been for a long while. The yeah. quality between Brighton and Manchester City isn't gigantic, as whereas it, it it could have been previously if financial fair play wasn't a thing. The gaps, the gap, as I said, I think I said this last week. The gap, the problems is the actually the gaps between the teams that go up and down in the championship and the rest, and then kind of the same in in League One. It's those gaps. It that bit's getting stretched more and more, and so we need to find a way to kind of help with all of that. And that's why. But but you come back to your point, like. You know, it's about look at Brighton. Look how look how good and smart Brighton are. Like you, it can, it can be done. Things might take a little bit longer, um, but yeah, I, I I see progress personally. I see progress. Um, but sorry, I would, would like to say is the Man City thing for for how long it's taking and all that stuff, and and the Premier League, the sort of feather in the. This sounds. This will rile Man City fans, but I'm just talking about the uh, the motivations behind, say, the Premier League. The feather in the cap for the Premier League, if they prove Man City to be guilty and yeah. severely punish them, well, what is that punishment, Jim? I mean, sorry, sorry, go on, finish points, finish points. Is is enormous. Yes, no, and, and, and and like there's they say there's no there's no uh, selfless good deed. For the Premier League, it Man City are the perfect team to go. Nope, back down to the no, bottom because it's not Man crazy. United, it's not Arsenal, it's not Chelsea. Ideally, if they could pick, uh, that's why you'll be fascinated to see if you did it with others. But with Man City, that's the one. I guess the only thing that is actually makes it wildly precarious is, you know, is the people that are, you know you've got <laughs> countries owning clubs these days. That's that's the problem. Yeah. Um, well, what what Manchester City did is is they they realised that they couldn't get to where they wanted to be as quickly as they wanted without breaking the rules allegedly. Now, if they're found guilty, and bearing in mind all of these go to an independent body, it's not the Premier League finding them guilty, and that's the end of it. They go to a, a unbiased group of a group that decides whether or not the charges and the punishment are fair. And then an appeal is made, like Charles uh, Everton's, and it may get reduced to six whatever it might be. But it, but but if that happens, Manchester City have to, I don't think there's any option other than remove them from the league. They have to be disp they have to be removed. And then it's up to the EFL saying do we want yeah. them? Yeah, I think it would be seismic. I think it will be seismic. I think it's when will it happen? And and I think between and now and now and then the sort of like well they must be guilty or not guilty. You're wasting your breath really. But it, but what I think what you want to see, like you were saying, I think it's a really good point. You're going, they need to, the Premier League need to be ready because Man City will definitely be ready, right? But it and does, it needs also, to be given it does also need to move forward. forward. It does also need yeah, to Yeah, yeah, it does. And, they, and they've said that it will happen next year, that mm. at some point in the next year. But you don't, you, you need to give them room to breathe. And this word corruption, the corrupt Premier League keeps coming up. And actual, actually, Fucking Klopp's comments the other day were absolutely not helpful either. There are three clubs that can do whatever they want in the world of football, Manchester City being one of them, when they're under investigation currently, which means if they get proven guilty, what you're saying, Klopp, is, is inciting fire when the reality is that the Premier League is charging them. So just don't say anything. Why are you doing this? Like, why are you making a point? Is it about 
the fact that you want the health of game to be maintained or is it about you elevating your achievements because Manchester City have everything everything else it may not be those things but in this instance when you've got fans calling the Premier League corrupt when it isn't when they're dealing with the Manchester City for, uh, situation when they need room to breathe this additional pressure from a Premier League manager is not helpful Yeah, the Premier League isn't corrupt it is not corrupt so you call it corrupt to me is 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 unhelpful and, and reductive. Jay Stevens, Jay Stevens, one of our pages, made some really good comments in there. It's been really interesting to read them. Well, I just want to say this: that Newcastle could overspend unsustainably, and then the owners could just sell or get sanctioned, and then suddenly they're in a precarious position. I think that's a really yeah. good point. What, what if, what if uh, Saudi Arabia <laughs> disappear? They don't see the value in owning a Premier League club. Then you're saddled. It's just, yeah, it's just sort of sort of coping with the spikes of like what we saw with Man City and Chelsea. Like, that was wrong. We all agree that was wrong. So let, how we do have you, to make sure you, that, that you can't do that. Tim, how do you deal with the Chelsea situation? Because it's interesting, because Todd Bowley inherited the books, looked at them and gone, oh my God, there's problems here. These aren't right. We need to tell the Premier League. The Premier League have looked at it and gone, okay, fuck, this is, these are wrong. These accounts are wrong. Um, the information's been uh, changed in order to benefit Chelsea. The, all of this is in a Guardian uh, expose a, a couple of months ago was produced. What did it, what what did the Premier League do in then? Because the com- incumbents at Chelsea have, have said there's a problem with the accounting before we arrived. How are we going to deal with this? It's not our fault. This isn't about their spending since they come in. Mm. This is about Abramovich's tenureship, of which Abramovich is lauded as the by Chelsea fans as like the best ever. Of course. He did nothing wrong, did he? I think, well, I yeah. mean, do you get do you get leniency for kind of for, for ratting, <laughs> like or coming forward? Well, yeah, to ratting on yourself. Look, I, what, I, I don't know, and 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 the reaction from from Everton fans in this instance would be completely legitimate because they're saying, look, it doesn't matter if it was Todd Bowley who did this or Roman Bramovich. Chelsea directly benefited during this period and should be punished regardless of their owners, shouldn't they? I think. I think. I also think. What's what's the deterrent here? Like, is it a money? You should thing? have known about this when you bought the club. No, I, yeah. You looked at the books. Yeah, awful. Yeah, and how you know how really how difficult was it really to see? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I think. Do you surely you take accountability when you, you know, when you if so say they were in debt, right? Instead of it being something different, the ownership would have to deal with that debt, right? Yeah, of course. So surely they have to deal with this. I mean, like I say, come back to, 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 like if there is a like, oh, you go, oh well, let's just cop, let's just say, look, it wasn't us, it was him, but he's gone now because he's disappeared. Like that, that would be a good route for them to go down. And then, but then when it comes to this sort of uh, something that could work for everyone or work for everyone, but also remain a deterrent, it would be interesting to see if you went to Todd Bowley. We, you, you've got two options here. We're gonna um, we're gonna take away your the titles that you won during this period, or you can go to division. You can go to League Two. Which one would you like to do? I think they would get rid of the titles. Yeah, so they should. Or everything they won would be redundant. But it would be a painful thing and a deterrent moving forward for others. I think. Um, so that could be. You know, who knows? I'm obviously utterly speculating here. What would be no great? Idea. If 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 the championship the EFL said well we don't want them, oh, that's a good point. You know Thomas Martin didn't get leniency for coming forward, but it was the same ownership. And but that's what I think. I think when you take on the I club, you, you take on the, the situation of a club. That's uh, why you do an audit uh, of a club before you buy it, right? Also did yeah yeah, but also didn't like haven't the Premier League been working with Everton to try and solve this problem before giving them this fine? Yeah, like if you, it, uh, I'm going to regurgitate what Jordan Michael Michael Jordan. Simon Jordan said, Michael Jordan's really interested in finances. Yeah. Uh, he said, and he said that, 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 that the Premier League had been working for Chelsea for, uh, with, with Everton for years. Anyway. Right, it's enough football. We didn't even talk about football, really. Uh, we've got some good bits. I've got a new bit. Uh, we've got one week ban. We've got some good, clean fun. What would you like? Some good, clean fun just to sort of yeah, wash on. away the all of this stuff. Bit of good clean fun. So we spoke about this last week. What's something in football that's just it's just good clean fun? What well, this we this this came from it being about just throwing an obligatory wanker sign at the away yeah, fans. Fine. No one's getting offended. No one's going on Twitter and saying, "Oh my god, this terrible thing happened to me." It's just, everyone accepts it. It's like a 
unwritten contract that you're going to be called a wanker when you go into a football ground. Yeah, but if you if you sort of pick up that person and put them on a till at Sainsbury's and they look through three tills to someone down there who's also getting their shopping done and they look at them and go, that isn't acceptable. That's not what, good clean. That isn't acceptable. What you got in your basket? Hey, no. Yeah, yeah. Jammy Dodgers. Fucking Jammy Wankers. The, uh, yeah. So, right. So, we've got a couple here. Shiv says... Shouting ole when passing the ball around while you're winning is nice and clean. <laughs> yeah, it's good clean fun. It's just nice, it's just nice and clean. Uh, Sludge Puppy, good name. He says, my cousin, you'll love this flat. My cousin, when he was about 13, 14, got pointed out by an away fan who gave him the specky four eyes gesture. Yes. Right? Good. Fine. Holding, holding up his hands to his face as glasses. My cousin was with his dad who just loved to see it and laughed in his face for it. It's just good football banter. Love that. Yeah. So he went, oh, turned to his dad and his dad's just like, like that. <laughs> like yeah, that. You, are. you do have bad eyes. Yeah. Oh, you, 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 you've got glasses on. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing glasses. You're wearing, <laughs> you can't see things far away. What? <laughs> what about this, Jim? Is that like, is, is when a goalkeeper takes a, uh, play, a, a, a place kick? Ooh, oh, shit. Some um, some clubs are more religious with that than others. Yeah. I find we don't do it. We've never done it really. Do we Brent, we, we used to do in the night. Go on. Brentford dude uh, always really liked it. Is when a goal went in. After a goal went in, they'd sing "It's all your fault" <laughs> to the goalie. <laughs> it's That's good. All your fault. The they we uh, at Spurs in the nineties, late nineties. If we get a corner, and, and other clubs used to do it like this. Go, <laughs> did you remember that? <laughs> when you get a corner, yeah. And Spurs obviously did. Yeah, that's so true. Oh, I've never thought about that. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, where did it come from? It's just like I'm buzzing. We might score it, yeah. Yeah, that was back when, before it became uh, like statistically evident that corners weren't that great. <laughs> that's a great one. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's spoiling. Uh, one week banned that's for that. The, one week banned that's for that. That's the worst. Yeah. That is the worst thing, James, that they someone found out that corners weren't actually that great an opportunity. Because when I was a kid, you're like, hold on, something's happening here. Yeah. I'm excited. But now it's just like nothing. Mm. Uh, Stoker Pup says, where are you? Oh, it's gone. Oh, here you go. Good, clean, fun. At Birmingham, we shout, who? When the announcer reads out the name of the opposition players when they, uh, they're they making a sub. It's great, clean, fun. Uh, yeah, that we would... do that as well. We do that as well. Fear, I, 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 fear enters me when, when, my, when, when fans do that. When a player's coming on, everyone goes, Hoo! and you're like, he's going to score. He's going to score now. Oh, no, I like it. It's good when you're playing a good team and it's a big player. <laughs> yeah, the ironic who. That's yeah. good. Wayne Rooney's coming on. Who? Uh, so, yeah. Um, 72 Reese is good, clean football fun. Singing cheerio, cheerio, cheerio yeah. to an opposition good. player who's just been sent off. Or opposition fans for leaving early when you're winning. That is good. Is there a fire drill? Is there, is a, there a... Uh, 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 on an away day mocking the home atmosphere. Is this a library? There we go. Is this a library? What a shitty, you know, you know shitty... What's... Hang on, what? Or what a shitty, what a shitty, what a shitty home support. Mm, mm. I'm not a big fan of that, actually. If your support is it, it's fucking shit. Your support is like everyone sings that when they're away from home. Yeah. Everyone's home home support more more or less is shit. You only sing right? when your winnings a bit crap as well. I think. Yeah, yeah, it's just rubbish. It's a bit weak, and isn't the, it? you, do you know what's a shame that's gone? Shame that I, you know, that in this new woke world where we we can't say what we want. When a player goes down injured, Lane, darling, darling, die. Yeah. Do you know who ruined that? Lane, darling, do you know, do you know darling. Do you know who ruined that? Hey, Fabrice Mwamba. <laughs> Because he nearly died. Because <laughs> he nearly died. You don't yeah. like, were, as, like, were people singing that in the ground? No, as as a man who was in the ground when it happened, absolutely not. They were Thank not goodness. singing that. It Thank was goodness. silence. I've never, I've never known thirty sixth to be that many people in a stadium and there just not being a pin drop. It was the weirdest horrible. experience ever. Horrible, horrible. Yeah, that, that happened. But, um, uh, that happened last year. We had uh, one of our old goalies who was terrible for us. He was playing for whole city. 
and he sort of ball went to the back post and he went and um <laughs> and the, the guy who sits with us we've got a sort of group of us all sat in the same seats for 20 years now and he goes he goes he's faking it he's fake get up get up and he sort of really went with it and then sort of minute two minutes three minutes and he sort of doubled down and he went He's faking it. I'm telling you, he's faking it. And then, and, and it got to the point where this like six foot eight monster goalie was like getting taken off with like a neck brace on. And he's going, Oh my God. I'm just looking at it going, Stop oh, now. He's, leave oh, he's it, faking leave it. it. He's faking it. <laughs> <laughs> and this is all right. This uh, is a weird one. Good clean fan of the football. Newcastle's chant. Right, here we go. N and N and an E and a W C A. And the S and the T L E and U. Oh, well, fucking hang on. Let me do it again. N and an E and the W C A and an S and the T L E U and an N I T E D Newcastle United FC. FC. So, right. shit. <laughs> yeah. Has for years been a chant that's been a source of good, clean fun. The aforementioned ellipsis before the FC elicits a pause of disputed duration. Though it usually <laughs> lasts for around half a second, its undetermined length predisposes less rhythmically gifted Geordies in the crowd to be unsure of when to unleash their FC. Good, good. So while the rest of the chant is mostly uniform, the FC is, Christ, asynchronous. In good. time, the crowd has become self-aware of their meagre execution of the FC. Rather than making a concerted effort to amend their disorganisation, fans instead decided to worsen it to a comical degree. Now you can expect an FC a half second from the rest of the chant and another a second later. And occasionally, when an individual is feeling particularly comedically inclined, perhaps 15 seconds later, always, always it is ejaculated with gusto. What started as a facetious source of self-awareness has now remained a staple of good, clean fun at St. James's Park for many, many years. You'd think it would get old, but hearing a belated FC will never fail to draw a smile and a light-hearted roll of the eyes from Newcastle's faithful. What a comment. Oren AJB. I've learned some words there. Great stuff. Shit charm, though. Uh, we had one that's similar where we spelled it, spelled it out. It was... Um... Who's the leader of the Spurs? Are you like you and me? Early D, early Y, K I N G, K I N G, Ledley King, Ledley King, Ledley King, Ledley King. I think Mill will try and do that, don't they? Hates, they they struggle with the that, don't they? Just as much as me, 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 me. Who's the leader? Good one. Moo, Ledley, good old Ledley. Right, what else we got? Okay, uh, yeah, we'll do. Uh, I'll fit, so we've got a new bit, we'll do that in a sec. Um. I just thought this was interesting, very quickly. Hangxiety. We were talking about uh, FA Cup replays and people moaning about that, and I was going, it's not it's not about you. Just play the game, get on with it. Mm. Anyway, he said there's a real simple solution to the replay issue. People saying, get rid of the replays. If a Prem team plays a lower league side, um, have the lower league side always play at home, and they receive a majority of the revenue, would the Prem teams reject this? Of course. However, would they rather lose a bit of revenue from one game or lose seven players to muscle injury? I think that's quite a good idea. Yeah. Uh, no, no, I am listening. I just like just keep the just, just. There's no nothing needs to be solved here. Sorry if you had to play an extra. I mean, what was brilliant and what and this is just desserts for Thomas Frank because he doesn't get much criticism. That boy. Yeah. He's always just surrounded as this weird, weird little sort of statistical-based manager who does a good job with Brentford. I get it, right? Everyone fucking loves Thomas Frank, but not only was he complaining about the replay that his team wasn't good enough to win in the first leg at home against Wolves, then he had to go to Wolves, then he had to go to extra time, and then he got beat. <laughs> so just that's Calm, what you deserve. Jack, Jack Hancock called him a greasy little nerd. <laughs> <laughs> greasy little nerd. Uh, so, uh, Flav, you've got, you've got something you want to say at the end of the pod? Which we'll, we'll yeah, do you want to do it now? Uh, nearly there. One week back. Okay. I've got one. Uh, we've got one from the comments. and I haven't looked at Twitter, but we'll have a quick gloss through that. I don't know if you've got anything as well. 
or if that's if that's what you want to talk about at the end as a one-week ban. I don't know. Uh, you can think about that as I read this one out. So Mike said, I'm not even a United fan, but I'd like a one-week ban from any media outlet or person reporting news surrounding Manchester United players and the club. I'm getting yeah. second, nay, third-hand shame at the silly issues going on at the club. Good point. <laughs> Speaking of which, like if you do want to check out the ripple effect, we really dive into the new ownership and who could be the casualties with Sam Peoples from United Peoples TV, the, uh, the inventor of the Samism, who... Didn't do a Samism during the podcast, sadly. I was really looking forward to it. However, Sam, I don't know if Sam will be listening today, but if you are, Sam, and I let it go. Um, he said, he said one in a video I watched uh, that morning. <laughs> he said, uh, he said, the thing is, we need someone who can come in and take us from X to X. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> and then the second one, he said, we were having a pint afterwards. He said, got to keep your head to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love you, Sam. We do. All right, mate. I miss, I miss him. I miss it's him. It is a good pod. Uh, I've got... A, here's my one-week ban. Sex bots. Just want a week off. Because they're bloody... One they're, more, do I? One, they're everywhere. I just sort of need a breather yeah. from them. And it's like every tweet... At the bottom, bottom, there's a couple of extra. Oh, there's a couple of extra replies. Oh, okay. Someone said someone said something a bit naughty. Well, that's just boobs, which is fine. I just think I just like just overload you... boobs. If you told me, <laughs> if you told a 15 year old me, you, you, you're, there's so much. There's gonna be so much sex and porn available to you. The lengths we used to go to, that you that you will be able to write a message on your phone. And just put it out to the world and porn will come to you and, and porn will come to you yeah. your problem is you keep falling for it jim you keep you keep ending up on cam sites because you you accidentally click the link oh no that. what we're done oh, no, no and yeah, again bloody again. hell shit. yeah can i look at all these tits now yeah and i want to um, i really want to believe in the community let me just go a little bit so there's some more tits <laughs> oh there's an ass there's more tits well that's a blurred, a that's game. a blurred picture of something but what blurred, blurred yeah. muff <laughs> It's blurred muff. <laughs> the, what a shame! Twitter's an outrageous. All this, all these people, tits. People are going to get done on the uh, on the train, though, aren't they? People are going to be walking behind them, and they're just. They're it's just not hard to not look at it, though. You just, 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 just go past it very quick. Oh yeah, well now I know, but I do, yeah, I could do with a just a. Do you know what? It's a shame. It's a shame that this generation doesn't know what it's like to find a porno in a woodland. That's <laughs> I've heard you say that. <laughs> the the, the, um, the uh, do you want to chat to Paul? We're talking about it sex. It's fine, shame. No, it is, I know. The, uh, that's, I mean, that's maybe a bit. It's, what's something that you you could, if it's you could tell a 14-year-old version of you would blow their mind? Yeah. <laughs> I would love to hear what you've got. I was chatting. What's amazing how sophisticated these sex bots are is that the, com the comments on YouTube now, often it's like, really, really happy with the content you're making. I think it's really good. Well done. It's just an arse. <laughs> just a picture of an arse. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I yeah. think what people weirdly do is like, on, on two levels for a heterosexual male, they'll go, well, one, I've been able to see an arse there. And two, it's, been, it's, it's quite a complimentary comment. So I'm not going to, I'm not going to delete you or report you. I'm just going to let you be. Mm. <laughs> now it's not, it's really crass now. It's like, do you want to shag old women? <laughs> Click on this link here. And you know, there's no old women. There's none there. <laughs> they're lying to you um <laughs> there's a new bit there and says it's a shame something that's a shame that's not around anymore yeah that's a good Football one. rated it's a shame uh one week bands just run through a few we've got uh mobile phones and football matches yeah um, everywhere mobile phones everywhere I I, think I, they... less of an issue with football matches but in concerts now like if you go to any gig and some muppet is holding it up and filming everything and importantly to say with one week bans, it's just it is just a one week ban. They will return. Okay. Reese Jones, the Premier League and fired Mashiri. Well, we probably need more than one week for that. This weather is cold, isn't it? Oh, it is cold, mm. isn't it? I mean, I don't mind it being cold, but this is really cold. Snippy up. Edward Ellis says, how have we not discussed the, the feeding of steak by Salt Bay to Arteta? Deserves a good 30 minutes in a two-year ban. Yeah, I man. just, I think, I think Arteta's, he's come off wrong here and it, it's not his fault. I'm going to defend him. The way it was put in his mouth, there's not much he could do. It was weird. It was like, why is he feeding him steak? Like, he can fucking feed himself steak, you weirdo. 
Why are you putting steak in his mouth? So he was in a position like, oh my God, this is happening. I can't embarrass him. It's his restaurant. Oh, oh my God, yeah, it's in. Oh, it's like that time. It's a vegetarian, eh? We've all been in instances where suddenly there's like a dick in your face and you're like, oh, well, all right, then better add. We've all been there. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be rude or anything. All right. <laughs> Don't want to be rude. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> What's that? Oh, oh, Jed. Jed. <laughs> Jed. <laughs> Trying to do some work here. Trying to do some work here. Can you get a dick out of my face? <laughs> 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 We've all been there, though. Um, We've all been there. Uh, yeah, all been there. All right. <laughs> I hate that. Uh, and many others. Get your um, Klopp self-entitled speeches. One week ban. And, yeah, and and loads more. Simon Jordan needs to sit it out for a bit after hurting Reading fans' feelings. Um, uh, uh, right, okay. you want to got then. something to say? There's or... something that's been uh, that, that needs to be not only one week banned, needs banned from football. Right, this is a rule, and I think we all need to abide by it. You are not allowed to comment on refereeing decisions that have gone against your own football club. Because they are irrelevant. If a VAR decision has gone against your football club, so what? Suck it up, shut up. Because when I hear you talk about a VAR incident or a, or a refereeing decision that goes against your football club, I'm not hearing whether or not there is an injustice. I'm just hearing you complain about something that hasn't gone your way. That's it. It has no value. It doesn't move the conversation different. You're only talking about it because it's happened to your club. Now, if you want to have a conversation about footballing, uh, refereeing decisions, I'm happy to listen to whatever you say, as long as you're not talking about your own football club. You can talk about all of the refereeing decisions that happen to all of the other football clubs. But if it's happening to your club, I don't want to hear it. It's not relevant because it's full of agenda. So let's move the needle forward, right? Move the needle in this conversation. Let's move to a situation where we can actually make refereeing better by not talking about your own football club. Okay. I like it. Um, Join us on Patreon. Have a great weekend. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.